This is episode 208 of the Beyond the Food Show, and today we're going to talk about chasing health beyond dieting and weight loss. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going to Beyond the Food Show. I'm Stephanie Dozier, clinical nutritionist and emotional eating expert, creator of the Going to Beyond the Food method, and founder of the Going to Beyond the Food Academy. Corporate executive turned health expert with my own journey with weight, body image, and food, it's now my mission to help smart, successful women like you live confidently right now and unconditionally. Ready, sister? Let's do this. Hello, sisters. Welcome back to the podcast. Stephanie Dozia here, your host. And I want to share a personal update with you. I'm recording this on October 1st at the very last minute. This podcast is actually releasing on October 3rd. But this is how my life has been feeling for the last, I would say, two to three weeks. The word and the thematic is overwhelm. So many things on the go right now. I'm trying to publish a book. I started to write again for my website. So starting tomorrow, October 2nd, you're going to start seeing in-depth article coming out for my website that perhaps will turn into a book later. I don't know. We'll see. But much more in-depth article, which takes a long time for a French-Canadian woman to write in English. And no worries. I do have a professional editor for all of you, my spell check ladies who like to spell check me and tell me I forgot an S here or use the wrong tense of word. I have a professional editor, so we will minimize those errors in my article. But I'm going to put those out and you are welcome to share them and use them as tools for perhaps introducing intuitive eating or body neutrality to women in your life, or perhaps your daughter, your sisters. And that came from that demand of having resources that you can use to educate people in your life. So that's coming to you. We have a group in the Intuitive Eating Project for October. We have a bunch of new students in the academy. So I'm a bit overwhelmed. And this podcast here today that I'm recording under the very last minute is a beast because we are talking about health in the concept of dieting and weight loss, which will attract many trolls, people who are perhaps part of the weight loss and the fitness industry, who are adamant that you have to lose weight and to be in a thin body to be healthy. So I had to pack this podcast and the article that I also wrote that's going to come alongside to that perhaps in a week from now with a lot of research. So that's why I'm a bit out of breath right now. (laughs) But I think it's going to be one of those foundational article that you're going to use, I'm going to use, go forward many, many times because it is supported by a lot of science. Now, We've been talking about mindset on the podcast, perhaps since the middle of August. And for a reason, because mindset drives everything that we do, right? And now we're going to shift a little bit for the next probably four to six podcasts to talk about health. Health being the outcome of changing our behavior around food, around our body image, 
what does that look like at the other end of it? So that's going to be our focus. And with that, I'm going to be launching a brand new workshop. So we do monthly educational workshops that are totally free every month. If you are new to our podcast, which I know a lot of you are, the next one is on October 10th. It's going to be the eight step to chase health beyond dieting and weight loss. You're going to learn a weight neutral and holistic approach to health and literally what you need to do step one, two, three, and so forth. It's totally free. You can register at stephaniedozier.com, my website, slash health. So today when you're getting this podcast, you'll be able to register no worries, we're going to send a replay if you are in Europe or if you can't attend because you're working. And the replay is going to be a long period replay. It's going to be five days. Typically, we do the replay 48 hours, but I want to keep this one going all weekend. And that's going to lead to a new program that we are going to be launching It's called the Going Beyond the Food Health Mastery, and it's a beast of a program that, honestly, I've been working on for the last year, one year, in secret, solo, nothing out to the world. I had two colleagues, two nutritionist colleagues collaborating on this. This is how intense this program is, alongside with me, designer, editor, website people, We've had a bunch of better students that have gone through it on two different waves, so we could update every single time, and now we're finally ready to launch it to you. It is going to be like the encyclopedia of health without dieting and without weight loss, like everything else that has to do with health, and it's going to be a non-diet approach to health. So I'm very excited. It's coming out on October the 11th, the day after the workshop, for those who come to the workshop, you will get a special offer for that night to register. But after that, that's going to open to the public. And I'm very excited about this because I have stepped away from talking about lifestyle, behavior and health for the last two years to build the curriculum and build the Going to Beyond the Food Academy, which is like the mindset piece, the emotional regulation Uh, the intuitive eating and the body image. And now I'm finally going back talking about health, right? So now we're going to have a full spectrum approach to intuitive eating, body image and health that is all based in a non-diet approach. I'm very excited about that. So watch for that coming, but I would highly encourage that you come to the workshop. Now today, We're going to talk about health beyond dieting and weight loss to introduce you the topic. And over the number of podcasts, I haven't decided quite yet, (laughs) we're going to dive into particular topic of this. The next one being about hormones. I know a lot of you either add the passion of hormone before or still have it today. So we're going to talk about intuitive eating and hormones. So that's coming up next week. But for this week... We're going to talk about health and how health interact with weight, diet, and health behavior. And for many of us, our first encounter with dieting or weight loss wasn't about health. Like the reason why we learned to diet for most of us was somewhere in our teens was strictly for aesthetic reason. We don't want to diet, 
Like, we didn't want to diet back then, but we thought it was the only way for us to have the thin body that we should have had aesthetically. And then later on, it became, well, if you want to be healthy and live long and have healthy kids, you also got to be thin. So now we were being motivated by both sides to say, well, you have to be thin to be normal, and then you have to be thin to be healthy. Bottom line is thinner is better, right? Now, is it right or is it not right? That's what we're going to talk about today. And I want to talk a little bit about mindset as to why we engage in this belief that thinner is better. Forget the science, just why do we anchor on that belief so hard and it's so hard to let it go? Part of the reason why we do that is because of our reptilian brain. You know, that most primal part of your brain that is the instinct of survival that scans your environment for danger and that says, don't do this, you may die, or do this, that's good for you. That part of your brain is also programmed to scan around your environment for what's normal and to reject what is not normal as a mean of keeping you safe. And because we have been ingrained, right, for most of us since we're like three or four years old, that fat people are ugly, fat people are not healthy, we've programmed that reptilian brain to scan the environment and to scan for health on the concept of thinness. So now today, there's a real disconnect in your own brain that you could potentially be healthy and not be thin and not have a normal BMI. So it's going to require you effort, like literal reprogramming of your brain effort to re-embed this new belief in your reptilian brain so you stop scanning your environment for thin equal health. Now that reprogramming action, that's what the mindset piece, the self-coaching piece we talked on the last podcast or that we teach within the academy, the technique, the step-by-step will allow you to do, and perhaps some of you have your own technique, but it's going to require an effort. Even after I present you with all the evidence today and you read all the study, you're going to have to reprogram your brain to see health in any types of body. So I wanted to make sure we are clear on that. Now, understanding that, we're going to start looking at what is health, right? Now, there's a lot of different definition of health. For me, all of my program, all of my studies in the holistic functional health model and most modern health framework, the definition of health is actually created by the World Health Organization since 1948. And as I'm reading this, I'm looking at my wall because that definition is on my wall. But health is a complete state of physical, emotional, and social well-being, not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. That's the official definition that most health framework adhere to. 
Bottom line is good health is central to being able to handle life, to handle the stress of life, and to live a long and active life. It not only refers to the absence of disease, but also the ability to recover and bounce back from illness and other problems. You are not expected to never be sick. Now, that is a recent belief in society that comes from healthism, the obsession of health, which we're not going to talk about here. There's a podcast coming on just that piece, but it's not normal to never be sick. Human have the capacity to adapt and recover from sickness and health issues in general, and being healthy allows you to recover and bomb backs faster. So the next big question is, does obesity, being overweight, higher BMI, causes one to be unhealthy, right? Does weight equals health? As of today, October 2019, there isn't one study or piece of research or evidence that directly points out being overweight aka higher BMI status, as a direct causative factor in any disease. That said, there is many studies and many pieces of research that will link and correlate obesity with health risk. Weight status is never the sole factor in any health condition. So does obesity cause you to be unhealthy? The answer has to be no from that perspective because it's not proven to be the direct cause. It is linked or associated. And that's the big difference. If you're not familiar with research, you gotta go and understand that concept. Correlation is not causation. Here's what it gets interesting. One third to three quarter or 75% of people classify as obese by the BMI are actually metabolically healthy. What does it mean to be metabolically healthy? It means having a blood pressure in range, high density lipoprotein cholesterol in range, triglyceride in range, and glucose level in your blood in a range. All the research in the study will be linked in the show notes. But you can be metabolically healthy and being obese. Obesity does not affect the risk of heart condition, stroke, and mortality, but it does increase the risk of diabetes. That's another study. The problem with considering weight as the main factor to your health status is the inability to solve the problem, right? To control the risk factor. If you think and you go around in life thinking that your weight causes all of your health, you have no way of resolving that problem. <laughs> Because as we know, 95 to 98% of dieter regain all of their weight loss within one to five years. 
supported by evidence and by study. There's a study that actually came out of UCLA by Dr. Tracy Mann from the Eating Lab. And she correlates what I just said here. Let me quote her here. She says, we found that the majority of people regaining all of the weight plus more sustained weight loss was found only in a small minority of participants, while complete weight regain was found in the majority. Therefore, diet does not lead to sustainable weight loss or health benefits for the majority of people as of today in all of the research they brush through, which is all of the literature on weight loss. Crazy, right? So the need for you to reprogram that brain and to start seeking other health factor is essential. Otherwise, you're going to be in a constant loop, getting you absolutely nowhere. Does health beyond dieting possible? The short answer is absolutely yes. As I said earlier, if we look at health from a metabolic profiling standpoint, we can actually be healthy independent of the weight on the scale. Weight loss is not a necessary step to improve your health. Studies that have actually controlled other factors such as fitness, so your cardiovascular capacity in the case of this study, has proven that you can improve your health, your cardiovascular capacity, independent of your weight, and see health improvement. And in the study, which you will have access in the podcast note, being active does not mean 15 hours of gym a week. It only means, get this, three to four hours a week of walking. Isn't it like crazy? (laughs) Again, like we have to get rid of those paradigm from the diet and weight loss that we have in our head. Furthermore, The focus on weight loss can be harmful. Multiple studies demonstrate the negative side effect on our health of the dieting behavior. The three most common documented negative side effect is weight cycling, yo-yo dieting, disordered eating, and weight stigma. So, if health is independent of our weight, if we can be healthy without losing weight, then what? That's when health at every size model comes into the picture. Over the past decade, the health at every size movement has emerged in a response to the failure of the traditional weight loss model of health. For those who don't know what Health at Every Size is, I will link to the book in the show note. It is a compilation of philosophy and research from Dr. Linda Bacon. Her book is Health at Every Size, A Surprising Truth About Your Weight. And it demonstrates through research that health behavior are more influencing your health than actually 
weight loss. So health at every size shift the focus away from dieting for weight control to quality of life, self-care practices that support your innate body wisdom, body vitality. Chasing health at any size is possible. Health at every size is about honoring your body, being able to understand your body needs, which then lead to meaningful change in your health behavior. Health at every size recognize that health is more than just the absence of disease, just like the World Health Organization definition that we talked about earlier. Health at every size is what we call a weight-neutral approach to health. A weight-neutral approach to health is based on the fundamental concept that a person's health status and risk level cannot be assumed solely on a number on the scale. The weight-neutral approach acknowledged that body weight is determined by a complex set of genetic, metabolically, psychological, cultural, social, and behavioral determinant. And unfortunately, we do not have control on all of it. Instead of focusing on a weight-oriented outcome, the weight-neutral program are thought in the context of health behavior, such as, for example, in our program, sleep, stress management, digestion, and so forth. Weight-neutral approach have been researched, so health at every size is one of the main framework that Dr. Linda Bacon studied on a two-year research plan, which you'll have access to the study result in the show note. Bottom line, the outcome of a weight-neutral approach that says health at every size have resulted in decreasing body dissatisfaction, decreasing disordered eating behavior, decreasing depression and led to increase sustainable, enjoyable self-care behavior, such as eating intuitively, body neutrality, moving well, all in a long-term setting. Is that not what we should be aiming for? Long-term, consistent health behavior, as opposed to the crash diet where we lose 50 pounds for a year and then regain it all. Now, I want to make kind of a side note around body dissatisfaction and shame around health behavior. Because for many of us, chronic dieter, we have been drilled, learned, we've been taught that punishing ourselves Shaming ourselves internally was the best way to motivate us towards making change. The problem is, it doesn't work. That's why I was caught in a 25-year loop. That's why many of you were caught for as long, if not longer, as me. And for those of you who still work under this old model of self-punishment, will continue to be stuck in a loop. Weight stigma, right, the internalization of body dissatisfaction is actually a medical term. It is a medical term because 
It has been studied recently as the reason why we have an obesity, quote, epidemic, and why dieting doesn't work. They connected the psychological side effect of body dissatisfaction, of weight stigma, of shaming, and tried to understand why it wasn't working. And it doesn't. Shaming ourselves, punishing ourselves doesn't work and actually make things worse. So hear me out. 2013 study published by the Journal of Obesity, right? the people who study weight loss as a tool for obesity, published a study that said there is no link between body weight and the way women feel about themselves. Yet, the findings show a link between how women feel about themselves and the healthy activity they engage in. Meaning, the better they feel about their body, the more likely they were to take care of themselves by eating well, by being active and creating positive mindset cycle. Likewise, the dissatisfaction with their body poor body image, discourage women from taking part in certain activity, eating properly, binge cycle, how they fuel their body, and eventually lead to weight gain. What does that mean? We have to heal our relationship to our body to be able to develop long-term sustainable health habit. We caused the body image in our mid-teens or early 20s when we did our first diet and bought into the 10 equal better life. Now we have to undo this learning in our brain. We have to reprogram our brain to be satisfied with our current body. And that will allow us to engage in better, healthy behavior. You can do that on your own. You can learn to be satisfied with your body. You can reprogram your mind, or you can do it in the context of program like mine that have a weight neutral approach because a weight neutral approach to health must include body image work. And not body image in the context of lose 10 pounds to feel better. If you hear that in in the program you're looking at, run the other way. This is a weight loss program playing on the weight neutral approach. They're not really weight neutral. Weight neutral will take you as you are, teach you the technique to engage with your body, in our case from a neutrality standpoint, so that you can stop the loading in your head and then focus on engaging in healthy behavior. Bottom line is this, for you to chase health, Beyond dieting and weight loss, you need to focus, you need to shift from weight management to focusing on your health behavior. So what could that look like? So instead of focusing on quantity of food, you focus on quality of food. You focus on improving your mindset if that's what is the problem in your case, which the truth is, for most of us, mindset is problematic. So we need to improve our mindset instead of focusing on going to the gym and burning a thousand calories, right? 
It's about learning to manage our thoughts so we can be motivated every day to move our body instead of forcing ourselves again to move our body on the schedule is how can we find the motivation internally by regulating our emotion and our thoughts so we can go to the gym voluntarily and fully enjoy the experience. Health and weight research shows that healthy lifestyle habit are associated with a significant decrease in mortality rate independent of BMI. Here's the kicker. The higher BMI group, people with the higher body weight, right, relatively to their physical body, benefit the most from the adoption of healthy habit and have the greatest benefit in their health well beyond weight loss. So if you do the work, even if you have, quote, a higher BMI, you will see more benefit than a lower BMI individual. Isn't it fascinating? Now, our world, the going to be on the food method, is a weight neutral, a non-diet health framework that is composed of eight core components. Our health framework is based in the holistic principle, right? Which recognize the human being as a four body being, mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical. And then we've taken that, apply the functional medicine approach, meaning healing the root cause, and wrap this in health at every size principle. And that's what we're going to teach you in the workshop on October 10th. If you're listening to this later, perhaps we'll have this webinar available on an ongoing basis. You can email us and ask us if that's the case, and and we'll give you the right information, or perhaps the show note will be updated in the future. What happened if we take the Beyond the Food Method approach to health? What is the outcome of the Going to Beyond the Food Method, a weight-neutral, holistic, functional medicine-based approach to our health? So... There has been research, now granted it's very early because the weight neutral approach to health has only been in practice since the early 70s and the research only started to look at weight neutral approach in the early 2000s because of the obesity epidemic that was totally out of control and Linda Bacon with her amazing work coming forward. So the research around weight neutral approach is new. However, it is there. And here's the outcome on one's health with a weight neutral approach. Number one, weight stability at a five-year mark. So the longest study on the weight neutral approach is a five-year study and it's weight stability. All weight neutral approach have an improved on biochemical marker like cholesterol, blood sugar, blood pressure, and inflammation marker. It's sustainable, healthy behavior long-term, right? And it's improving in nutrition quality, psychological stress, decreased depression, decreased anxiety, improved self-esteem, 
and disengagement and disordered eating pattern. Because a weight neutral approach focuses on intuitive eating. So we deal with the disordered eating behavior within this health framework. We also know that it will increase, based on those early study, increase lifespan and decrease risk of chronic disease. Now, who is ideal candidate for the going to be on the food method or a weight neutral approach? Chronic dieters. All of us ladies who've been dieting all of our life, even if you're like 30 years old and you're listening to this and you're like, well, my life is really young. But if for 10 or 15 years out of your 30 year life, it's like 50% of your life, that's most of your life, right? This doesn't matter the number of years. It matters how long out of how much you've lived you've been doing this pattern because it reprograms everything in your brain and everything starts from there. So chronic dieter, yo-yo dieter are the perfect candidate for that approach. Women that are overly concerned with body image, women who play an importance on weight loss and health, right? If you want to do this reprogramming work, take a weight neutral approach to health like the going to beyond the food method. The health program that we're launching shortly is perfect if you've been doing intuitive eating for maybe 6, 12 months, and you're now ready to reintegrate health component. Like you've dealt with the disordered eating, making peace with food, and you're like, okay, now I'm ready to re-engage with health without all this pattern issue. The going beyond the food health mastery is perfect for you. And women who have disordered eating behavior, okay? Now, if you have a classified, diagnosed eating disorder, right, medicalized eating disorder, my recommendation is that you work at first one-on-one with a practitioner and that you do the groundwork there. You place yourself into a space of safety for yourself, your health, and then you can come to one of our program to then learn the other piece of it. But first bring safety in yourself, your health with a one-on-one treatment practitioner setting. So how do you get started with a weight-neutral approach to health? You can read the Health at Every Size book from Dr. Linda Bacon. And then if you need more support or you're like, I know I need support right away, then you can come to work in one of our program. The Going Beyond the Food Academy, right? This is where we lay the groundwork, mindset, emotional eating, emotional regulation, then we move into body image, then we do intuitive eating, right? So mindset, the heart, intuitive eating, and then the going beyond the food health mastery is where we talk about stress, inflammation, digestion, hormones, like how do we improve our health? But we need to have a good handle on our mindset. Otherwise, that can spin us right back into disordered eating behavior. So in the show notes, you will have links to the program and you I would encourage you to come to our workshop on October the 10th first. 
If you're listening to this after my goal is to put this workshop on that kind of evergreen model where you can take it at any time. It's going to take me a couple of weeks, another thing to do <laughs> to put it on this model, but I'm going to be working on it. So if you're listening to this later, likely you'll be able to watch this webinar without being live with me. So I hope it helped you. If you have any questions, feel free to email us. And also, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review on either iTunes or Stitcher because that helps us rank the podcast higher and it's working right now. Next week, we'll come back with intuitive eating and hormones. I love you. And I'm looking forward to hang out with you on the next episode. 